Today, a musical conversation with folk singer-songwriter Carrie Newcomer. Looking out at the night beyond the driver's wheel Curving hips made of snow in the winter fields There's a house set way back where the lamplight glows Like a star out in the cold Filled with people I'll never know Who left a light, left a light in the window Indiana born and based, Carrie Newcomer has been called a prairie mystic. She's best known for her story songs like Betty's Diner that get at raw and redemptive edges of human reality. She's also an interesting collaborator in writing and performance with author and educator Parker Palmer, novelist Barbara Kingsolver, and neuroscientist Jill Bolte-Taylor. I'm Krista Tippett, and this is On Being. I welcomed Carrie Newcomer and her guitar to the On Being studios on Loring Park in Minneapolis in 2014 before a live audience. So, welcome to On Being on Loring Park. It's so wonderful to have Carrie Newcomer here. You're something of a celebrity in Quaker circles. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, you are. It's, it's kind of a phrase that you yeah. don't usually see here right. together. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and, but people often, I notice that journalists often refer to you as a Quaker singer. But um, I, I wasn't sure of this until I started to delve into this, that, uh, that you, didn't, you weren't raised Quaker. That wasn't the, the religious background of your childhood. So would you talk about what that was and how you came to this tradition? Well, I was raised uh, in northern Indiana. I'm a Hoosier, um, which impresses people everywhere. <laughs> as much as being a Quaker celebrity? <laughs> it's right up there. Yeah. Right, right up there. Um, but my mom, um, my mom was raised Catholic. She's from a uh, first-generation American from an Italian family. And my father uh, was raised Methodist, but his family background uh, was Mennonite, Amish. So I think I'm the only like Italian Amish person on the planet, I think, <laughs> except my sisters. But other than that, it's just yeah. just me. Um, but I, I, I was kind of raised, you know, in, in a basic Protestant Methodist church later on. Um, eventually, you know, I, I, I was doing a a service semester for the college I was going to in Costa Rica, and I encountered the silent, you know, unprogrammed Quakers there in Monteverde. But I f- it felt like home. And people will ask me often, they say, you're a, you're a musician, you make your life in sound, and, and you go to a silent Quaker meeting, what's with that, you know? And, um, but it makes all the sense in the world that my best language is always come out of the silence. So here's something, a sentence you wrote. Music approaches the sacred through the wordless avenues of the heart. And I wonder, you know, how and when in your life did you discover music and discover that music does that? I think, you know, I I do sit with the silent Quakers, but I think my most uh, consistent and deep spiritual practice has been songwriting 
So yeah, and, and when I became a teenager, but I fell in love with the singing poets. Mm. You know, those people who were like you, who? Hmm, you know the Joni Mitchell. Oh, okay, or, right. You know uh, uh, Dylan. When I was feeling Leonard Cohen, Leonard maybe. Cohen. You know <laughs> all these people who were combining beautiful poetry mm-hmm. uh, and music, and I fell in love with that. So I picked up the guitar and. That idea of, of music being a spiritual practice, I, you know, that that kind of evolved, you know, because to be a, a songwriter, I had to develop and practice some of the things that I think belong to the idea of spiritual practice. You know, I had to really start to practice presence. You have to be present. You have to show up to whatever you're writing about, to whatever you're writing, but and to your whole life. You know, mm. human story. We're so amazing people. We're interesting and we're inspiring and we're bewildering and there's something about that. Um, so you know what's coming to mind when you're saying that um, is Betty Steiner, uh, and you know it's a very wordy song too. Yes, it's it not is. a wordless. It's not a wordless. Lots space. of words. But it's really wonderful, and I think it's kind of classic Carrie Newcomer, and I'm sure a lot of people here love it, too. So, I mean, I think, would you play Betty Steiner? And here's a question I have for you as a musician, especially because your your lyrics are so important, and you've written lots of songs over the years. I mean, do you, if I ask you to play something, will you, you remember all the words? And (laughs) do you remember all the words of every song you've ever played over the last? Decades. When you have a lot of songs trailing behind you, no. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. Some some songs I might have to dust them off a little bit. Yeah. But not this one, probably. But I, I think yeah, I got, I got <laughs> Betty Steiner. Um, Betty Steiner, I think, came out of that love for people. I mean, I was traveling around and touring all over the country, and I think as a as a traveling folk singer, it's not like you're going from arena to arena. <laughs> I mean, it's. You, you see the world close up, mm-hmm. and and you hear stories close up, and so I ended up writing this little song about Betty's Diner, about where community happens, you know, and where the spirit of goodness moves in the world. checkered tablecloths and one steamy window pane She got the job that shaky fall and after hours she'll write till dawn with a nod and smile she serves them all Here we are all in one place the wants and wounds of the human race despair and hope sit face to face when you come in from Like bread and wine She's heard it all So she don't mind Arthur lets his Earl Grace Deep since April It's been hard to sleep You know they tried most everything But it took her in the end 
Kevin tests new saxophones, but he swears he's leaving quality control for the Chicago scene or New Orleans where they still play righteous horns. Here we are all in one place, the wants and wounds of the human race. Despair and hopes sit face to face when you're coming from the cold out of your cup with something like bread and wine she's heard it all so she don't mind and Jack studies here after work to get past high school he's the first his big hands look comfortable with a hammer or a pen and Emily and kissed her his cheek when she did his knees got weak Miranda smiles at him and wakes here we are all in one place the wants and wounds of the human race despair and hope sit face to face when you come in from the cold let it fill your cup with something kind like bread and wine she's heard it all so she don't mind you never know who'll be your witness you never know who grants forgiveness look to heaven or sit with us Deidre bites her lip and frowns She works a stop and go downtown she... <laughs> Did it happen? It happened <laughs> That's a lot of words <laughs> Deidre bites her lip and frowns She works a stop and go downtown She's pretty good at the crossword page And she paints her eyes blue-black Tristan comes along sometimes, small for his age, and he's barely five, but she loves him like a mama lion. And Beta used to drink a lot, almost lost it all before she stopped. Comes in at night with her friend Mike, who runs the crisis line. Michael toured Saigon and back Hair the color of smoke and ash Their heads are bowed, their hands are clasped One more storm has passed Here we are all in one place The wants and wounds of the human race Despair and hope sit face to face When you come in from the cold Out of your cup with something kind and toast like bread and wine She's heard it all So she don't mind Thank you. <laughs> I'm Krista Tippett and this is On Being. Today, a musical conversation with folk singer-songwriter Karen Newcomer. You know, this phrase of yours that I love, the intimate link between creativity and spirituality, is beautiful, but um, 
it's embodied spirituality, right? That's that's what you do. It's that it's humanity with all its mess and its edges, and mm. as you say, it's bewilderment and beauty. Yeah, and I think you know I, I write a lot about finding something extraordinary in an ordinary day, maybe even something sacred in an ordinary day, and I I think about that a lot, and I write about it a lot, and. I, th- I think there's a, a longing out there for that kind of acknowledgement mm-hmm. um, that our lives, our daily lives, are, are they're wondrous and they're valuable and they're honorable. Mm. You know, the smallest things. You know, so I I write about that a lot. You know, I I there, here's so, something else you've said um, that I'd love for you to tease out for us. The source of all things is the finest and first artist. I mean, there's a piece of theology in there. You're not using the word God, which is fine, but I mean, when we talk about God anyway, in the most traditional uh, context, we, we use metaphor, God as father, God as judge. I love uh, God as artist, or the source of all things as artist. And, that, and it really is, as I said, it's, it's, it's a piece of theology. Yeah, I've always had a spiritual current to my, my work. I, you know, some people come to spiritual music and creating spiritual music through the church, and you know, some of us come through the bars. You know, and that I'm, I'm you know, it's a different way, but to getting there. But you know, that idea that there is something shining in the world. There's something shimmering just below the surface of things. Always. Um, the light in the world as being an artist, as being creative, curious. Ah. Hmm. But that idea of curiosity, of question, and asking questions again, and sensing that something just shimmering below the surface of things and going, wow, what is that? Hmm. I wonder if... um it seems to me this song that's the first song on your new CD, Every Little Bit of It, mm-hmm. there's a great line in it. I thought I knew the question, but I guess not. I mean, I, that, I really like that, too, that, that finding better questions is a sacred act. Do, do you want to sing that one? Sure, I could sing I mean, that. I think that song touches on a lot of the things we're talking about. Does it? Does it touch on that? I think so, yeah. I yeah. think it does. Um, yeah, and a, a lot of this this song, uh, there was a, a sections of this song that came out of um, conversation I, I was having with a mutual friend, Parker Palmer. We Another were... celebrity Quaker. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you two may be it. <laughs> I'm going <gonna>, to <laughs> tell him you said <laughs> No, no, I, you know, I. I've really loved and enjoyed working with Parker, and some of our conversations have become songs. I'm turning on my guitar here. All right.
my sight Something that I cannot see I've been circling round it thought It's been circling round me And like the vapor of a song That is just out of earshot I thought I knew the question But I guess not And there it is Just below the surface of things in a flash of blue and the turning of wings I drain the glass drink it down every moment of this every little bit of it every little bit I swam against the tide I tripped on my own pride so I'll try again today to get out of my own way the face was always in the stone said Michelangelo you just have to chip and clear to see what is already there there it is just below the surface in a flash of blue and the turning of wings I drain the glass drink it down every moment of this every little bit of it every little bit there it is in the apple of every there it is in the scar healed over what was broken in the branches in the whispering in the silence and the sighs and the curious promise of limited time it's true although it's hard a shadow glides over the ridge and one fast-beating heart tries with all its might to live and we sense but can't describe from the corner of our eyes something nameless and abiding and so we keep transcribing there it is just below the surface of things in a flash of blue and the turning of wings I drain the glass Drink it down Every moment of this Every little bit of it Every little bit Every little bit of this Every little bit Every
I'm I'm curious if you um, if you remember the conversation you had with Parker that turned into that song. Well, it was actually a series of conversations. You know, we were we were talking about well the thing that shines below the surface of everything the the curious promise of limited time. Yes, you know that, that's a wonderful <laughs> line. Thank you. That idea that. We're here. We're here right now in this moment. And when you know, though, when you know that time is limited, it makes everything a little more poignant, a little more powerful. Hmm. You know, uh, the word um, light is a word you use a lot. I wonder yeah. if you know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that a lot I of do. people use I mean, it's a very important metaphor and image, and, and it's not that you're the only one who used it, but it really did jump out at me. The geography of light is this oh, yeah. very evocative mm-hmm. um, name for uh, you had an album that which you named the geography, the of, light. geography mm-hmm. of light. Well, yeah, I'm just wondering if if you can put words around what it is about light that keeps calling you. Well, it's, I've always liked in the Quaker tradition that sometimes um, God is referred to or whatever. The larger is is referred to as the light, and we all know, we all experience that. You know that what is that that happens when you see a sunset and your heart becomes too big for your chest, or the first time you see your baby in your arms, and 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 you know time expands out in all directions from that child. You know when you see that first red leaf of autumn. And it's bittersweet, mm. and it's so incredibly exciting at the same time. What is that? You know. So I, I see it, and I sense it every day. I see it in people all the time, and maybe that's why I keep writing about it, because mm. I'm not sure exactly, exactly what it is. Yeah, I well, just know it's there. Yes, and I think the autumn analogy also gets at something I sense behind it. Um, is also a presence to darkness, right? Like being attentive to light. Yes. Because you're attentive to the shadows. Yeah, it is. It's all shadow and light, you know. It, there's a lot of sorrows in this world. And um, maybe that's part of how I, I, I negotiate that, you know. I think when you're sensitive to the, sh- to the sorrows of this world um, and you've experienced shadows in your own life, you know, you, you can do different things with it. You can despair. You can shut down. Or you kind of lean into light. You know, without denying or, you know, placing in a compartment or making small this idea of shadow. It's just there. It's life. It's all of it. It's mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah, that is a very redemptive way of thinking about um, You know, the song that occurs to me is Bare to the Bone. That's about... Uh, and to me that's about yes, I mean, struggling with something like, you know, depression which I have gone through or, you know, these really bad things that happen to us but but also I think that song is about how kind of day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month year-to-year struggle is also kind of woven into the things that are right yes, it just is and you you know, there's something about leaning into that, too, which is hard. You know, there's some songs that land, you know, that 
they're songs that you hone on for a long time. Betty's Diner uh, was a project. You know, it it was notes taken on the road. It was a short story. Right. And now it's a play. Actually, I've written a play with with, um, uh, Richard Thomas, um, and it'll be produced at Purdue University in 2015. But yeah some things you hone on for a long time mm-hmm. and then once in every great while a song comes all it's it's already done it's completed you just kind of get out of the way and uh, Bear to the Bone was like that I sat down uh, in my you know space where I, I like to write and um, it came out in a half an hour really? yeah would you sing that one? sure um I wish there were more of those. (laughs) (laughs) But it's only once in a great while. But yeah, that idea of struggle being part of it. It's a simple song, really. You know, know, it's interesting. (laughs) You know, uh, Musically, I think something also good happened to my music when I I stopped being afraid to do something uh, to present it simply because I was afraid that people would think I couldn't do it in a complex way. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a simplicity that happens when you just don't know what else to do, and it it can be a little raw and it can be real honest, you know. And then there's um, the simplicity that happens because uh, it's the best way to say it. So, um, here I am without a message. Here I stand with empty hands, just a spirit tired of wandering. Like a stranger in this land Walking wide-eyed through this world Is the only way I've known Wrapped in hope and good intention And bare to the bone There is nothing I won't show you Nothing I can hide I've risked it all and dreamt it all Seldom question why You took me in when I was hungry When my spirit ached and groaned Laid wide open, hand defenseless And bare to the bone So when I rise and rise in glory If I do, I do by grace Time will wash away these footprints I will leave without a trace Between here and now and forever Is such precious little time What we do in love and kindness Is all we ever leave behind When the light is slowly fading And my eyes You can listen again and share this conversation with Carrie Newcomer through our website onbeing.org Then your voice can call me And your hands can lead me home Like a newborn odd and naked And bare to the bone I'm Krista Tippett. On Being continues in a moment. 
I'm Krista Tippett, and this is On Being. Today, a live musical conversation at On Being on Loring Park with folk singer-songwriter Carrie Newcomer. What we really leave behind Here I am without a message Here I stand with empty hands Just a spirit tired of wandering Like a stranger in this land Walking wide-eyed through this world Is the only way I've known Wrapped in hope and good intention And bare to the bone Wrapped in hope and good intention And bare to the bone journalist from Boston <laughs> called you a prairie mystic. <laughs> um, and you know, I've been around a lot of people lately who have been using the word prophet. And, um, and I love the, not just the language of the mystic, but um, the idea. But you, you use the word mystic. Um, I, I, you know, you were when you write about people, you know, somebody who's a carpenter, a mystic, and a poet, mm. you know. Mm. Um, and I wonder uh, if you'd say a little bit about um, how you think about mystics among us or who the mystics are among us. What are the qualities of that? Um, the piece, I think, that you were quoting from was uh, about a fellow in my Quaker meeting who's uh, recently passed away but um, in his 90s and he was just one of these incredible people that, that just could not get the world close enough. He just was this incredible character, and he uh, would talk about the natural world in ways that, that really honored that shining something that was present in it. And he, I felt he was a mystic. He would never say that. Yeah, that's, of course not. That's proof of, part of the, that part it might of the, be true. Part of the deal, you yeah. know? There's this... Um, there's a, an analogy that somebody offered me, and it was the earliest days of the show, but I've, I've never forgotten it. It was a scientist, a geneticist, who's also an Anglican priest. He said that the spirituality of a scientist is like the spirituality of a mystic, which is to say, defining and, and asserting truth as best as you can articulate it in this moment, but always living in the expectation, always taking delight in what you do not yet, cannot yet know, and living in the expectation of better discoveries to come. Yeah, that idea of, of living in the expe- expectation, to live in the question, mm-hmm. and to be comfortable there, to live in the question. Yeah. You know, and, and in the wonder of it, uh, the wonder of the question. I, I think, though, sometimes... Living in the wonder can be a creative tension, but in a tension with the certainties. 
And mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, that was his point, that that is actually a holy tension, a sacred tension. I think it is. Um, though something happens, I, I have a song called I Believe that, mm-hmm. that came about because I was, I was asked to um, sing in a church service, and this particular church service, at, at one point the people stood and they, they um, recited a creed together as a community. They weren't Quakers. They were Quakers because yeah. they kind of don't say anything. So, yeah. Um, and I, but I got to thinking about it that there is something powerful, not not when it's said without thought, but when you do say something out loud that's important to you. I love you, and you mean it. Or, if you need me, I will be there. When you say it out loud, this, this I love. Something shifts. Something changes a little bit. So there is that thing of of what is it I believe? What is it that I I think is true? At least now, as close as I can find um, and articulate. Yeah, I think there's something wonder. deeply human and essential about that. Yeah, even there, even for the most deeply constantly questioning of us, the, the edges can get soft. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no place to put your feet. Um. There's something that you wrote. This is this is in your book, and and I may just read a little bit of this, and um, and and maybe ask you to read the rest of it, or then you read it yourself. But I want to read it just because I love these words. Um, Three gratitudes. Now, and I and I, it's a it's a wonderful poem, but I also just find this idea so useful. I want to start doing this myself, and here's how it starts. Every night before I go to sleep, I say out loud three things that I am grateful for. All the significant, insignificant, extraordinary, ordinary stuff of my life. It's a small practice and humble, and yet I find I sleep better holding what lightens and softens my heart. And and it's true. It was like just saying out loud three things. You know, and sometimes it would be you know, big things, and sometimes it would be little things, and and then sometimes I'd get on a roll, and I just couldn't stop. And and, and you do it even on the days that were hard. Yes, I would, mm-hmm. and and that would change something mm-hmm. to 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 end my day that way. You know, there's some really um, interesting science now about, um, and it's not that different from this. I mean, it's just about asking people in the in a study to once a week or once a day make a list of things they're grateful for, very routine, mm-hmm. and it improves their health, and yeah, they sleep better, they're more at peace. Kindness is another, another yeah. idea like that. I think, some, I think we talk about love a lot, and I think love can get really big. You know, like, we're, love gets like, you can't almost get your arms around it, it's such a big thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but kindness, kindness is like, the country cousin to love. <laughs> you know, it yeah. just kind of, it, it, it kind of does dishes in a, when no one asked it to. You know what I mean? And yeah. I try in some ways that the songs that I write would have a, have a bit of that, that feeling to them, that just a sense of, of kindness about them. That's the hope anyways. Mm. Mm. You want to read that poem? Sure. The whole thing, the three gratitudes? Three gratitudes. Uh, this is related to a song called Thank You and Good Night. Every night before I go to sleep, 
I say out loud three things that I'm grateful for. All the significant, insignificant, extraordinary, ordinary stuff of my life. It's a small practice and humble, and yet I find I sleep better holding what lightens and softens my life ever so briefly at the end of the day. Sunlight and blueberries, good dogs and wool socks, a fine rain, a good friend, fresh basil and wild flocks, my father's good health, my daughter's new job, the song that always makes me cry, always at the same part, no matter how many times I hear it. Decent coffee at the airport. (laughs) And your quiet breathing. The story she told me, the frost patterns on the windows, English horns and banjos, wood thrush and June bugs, the smooth, glassy calm of the morning pond, an old coat, a new poem, my library card, (laughs) and that my car keeps running despite all the miles. And after three things, more often than not, I get on a roll and I just keep on going. I keep naming and listing until I lie grinning, blankets pulled up to my chin, awash with wonder at the sweetness of it all. You, um, you wrote or said, my best prayers are songs always have been. Yeah. And I wondered if you might um, sing us a song that is a prayer. Well, they're all kind of... Mm-hmm. They're, they're all kind of like... Yeah, that. okay. Well, what, um, what feels more like the prayer you would pray today? So this is a, on the new one... Um, and it's it's a little it's it's kind of uh, about hope in a way and thresholds and there's a lot on this new album about thresholds we're always coming up to new thresholds. Um, That's such a great word too. I love that word thresholds. I do. Yeah. And and we keep we keep arriving at them, you know. And uh, but and at a threshold, there's often a moment where what is old has passed away, but the new hasn't quite arrived yet. So you stand there at the doorway, you know, and all the more important that we, we remember to be kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we're all kind of figuring it out right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that idea, and I think you're, I, I really sense that everywhere I go, too. I, um, I think there is this longing out there, you know, that longing, um, and sometimes not even sure what exactly the longing's about just yet. Looking out at the night beyond the driver's wheel Curving hips made of snow in the winter fields There's a house set way back Where the lamplight glows Like a star out in the cold Filled with people I'll never know Who left a light, left a light In the window I'm Krista Tippett and this is On Being. Today, a musical conversation with folk singer-songwriter Carrie Newcomer. What would I 
change if the choice were mine I was doing the best I knew at the time And every door that was opened and door that closed All the things that made me grow Set me off down another road Off to look for a light, for a light in the window Now the old has already passed away But the new is too new to be born today So I'm throwing out seeds on the winter snow As the cold wind begins to blow Standing here on a new threshold I can see a light, there's a light in the window And the world is made of stone And the world is made of glass And the world is made of light And it's moving very fast From mystery to mystery So I won't lie I don't know what happens When people die But I hope that I see You walking slow Smiling wide as the sunrise grows Drop my map with a thousand folds In the distance I see it glow There's a light, there's a light There's a light in the window It's that light again. There it is again. <laughs> it does fascinate me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this one actually, um, I listened to this great interview that you did with Vincent Harding. Oh yeah, who just died yeah. this year. And uh, what a beautiful interview that was. And he was yeah. talking about people singing together. Yes. The importance of people singing together. And how in the 60s, how the civil rights movement sang the way to freedom. I was very touched by it. And he kind of challenged, though, a little bit at the end. Like, you know, we, we need those. We need more. Yeah. We need the new ones that people are writing today. And I thought, yeah, well, I'm a songwriter. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't want to ask you about that. And I, talk, I talked to the Indigo Girls last summer. Mm-hmm. And Amy Ray, in particular, she's very, very oriented towards social justice. And I asked them, and this was on my list of questions we didn't get to, um, you know, she said, this is something I'm thinking about, and I think songwriters are thinking about. You know, where's the Pete Seeger? I mean, their music was so central yes. to all of that ferment a few decades ago. 
Yes, and and, and uh, it's an interesting. It's it's really a, an art form. It's a, it's a challenge to write a song that people can sing immediately the first time they hear it. Yeah. Um, well, and the other thing that that they got people doing, and the spirituals, of course, did this, yes. right? Which is what the response. civil rights. Are. Yeah. But something happens. The room shifts when when people sing together, and they sing out loud things words and phrases um, that touch something deep and human and hopeful. Uh, and I, were, I wanted to write a song that, that talked about hope, but not, not in a greeting card kind of way. You know, there's the kind of hope that's like wishful thinking. And then there's like a hope that's kind of gritty. It's like the kind of hope that gets up every morning and chooses to try to make the world just a little kinder place in your own way. And the next morning gets up and does it again. And the next morning gets up and you have been disappointed. And you do it again. I wanted to write about the kind of hope that's faithful, the kind that Niebuhr talked about. Anything worth doing will probably not be achieved in one lifetime, so we are saved by hope. That kind of hope. And, and it's a harder kind of hope to, to live with because it's easier to be cynical. I mean, when you're cynical, you're never disappointed. You know? <laughs> it's true. You know, it's like, well, I knew that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's cowardly in that sense, isn't it? Well, you know, it's, it's courageous to hope because when you do choose to hope, eventually, at some point, your heart will be broken and you will be disappointed and then you get up and you do it again. But I think that courage has nothing to do with being fearless. I think courage has everything to do with loving something or someone so much that you will brave it with solid feet or shaky knees because you love it that much. And music has always been like that for me. And the things we hope for, the things we love, we hope because we love it that much much. It's worth the risk. You know? So... We do have an audience here, so you could sing along. (laughs) (laughs) You've been hoping, right? Well, we just figure out when to sing along. uh, Well, this is part. If not now, tell me when. You try that. If not now, Tell me when It goes like this We may never see this moment We may never see this moment A place and time again A place and time again If not now, if not now Tell me when Okay, here's the whole thing If not now, tell me Carrie Newcomer's albums include Betty's Diner, The Gathering of Spirits, and more recently, A Permeable Life, which has an accompanying book of poetry and essays. You 
You can watch her performance of the songs you've just heard and a few more at onbeing.org. There you'll also find the lyrics and audio of all the music and conversation in this hour. And as always, you can listen again or share this show again at onbeing.org. We'll make the change we can, if not now, if not now, tell me when. Here we go. If not now. iTunes has selected On Being as a Best of 2015 podcast. You can listen to over a dozen years of big conversation. Just subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, visit our website, or download the free On Being mobile and tablet apps for Apple and Android devices. Listening is easy, whether you're driving, exercising, or unwinding. Get 12 years of goodness and learn more at onbeing.org. On Being is Trent Gillis, Chris Hegel, Lily Percy, Mariah Helgeson, Maya Terrell, Annie Parsons, Tony Berleffi, Marie Sambalay, and Tracy Ayers. Special thanks this week to Maury Jensen for helming the board during my conversation with Carrie Newcomer. Let it go, my love, my truest. Let it sail on silver wings. Life's a twinkling, that's for certain. But it's such a fine thing. There's a gathering of spirits. There's a best of all our friends. And we'll take up where we left off when we all meet again. I can't explain it. If I tried How the only things we carry are The things we hold inside Like a day in the open Like the love we won't forget Like the laughter that we started And it hasn't died down yet Oh, let it go, my love, my truest Let it sail on silver wings Life's a twinkling, that's for certain But it's such a fine thing There's a gathering of spirits There's a best of all our friends And we'll take up where we left Our major funding partners are the Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide at FordFoundation.org. The Fetzer Institute, fostering awareness of the power of love and forgiveness to transform our world. Find them at Fetzer.org. Calliopeia Foundation, contributing to organizations that weave reverence, reciprocity, and resilience into the fabric of modern life. The Henry Luce Foundation, in support of Public Theology Reimagined. And the Osprey Foundation, a catalyst for empowered, healthy, and fulfilled lives. Where we left off when we all meet again. On Being is distributed by American Public Media and is a Krista Tippett Public Production.